Trumos, Perakei, Mishnah Base, 5-2. Another case of Madum mixture. Here we have a Sa Truma Tamea, one unit of Truma that's already Tame. So going into this, at most it could be used by Kohen as a fuel source. Shenifla, excuse me, Shenafla, and that one unit of Tamei Truma fell into a hundred units of Chulin that was Tahor, <clears throat> which means you'll have a regular hundred against one required to make the problem go away. So now all you really have left, at least at first blush, is an economic issue that one has to give back the Mamana Shevet, the money, that's the property that belongs to the Kohanim, and return that one unit of Truma to a Kohen. <clears throat> there are, however, um, potentially two other issues here. The first, um, and probably the lesser of the two, is that in so doing, when you give this back to the Kohen, he now gets food that ostensibly he could eat. So this makes the possibility of sort of like, not money laundering, but Truma laundering. Truma went into this mix being Tamea and only usable as a fuel source, not very useful at all. And it comes out, what the Kohen gets out of this is now potentially a whole new truma which he can eat. So <clears throat> that's one potential issue. Do we want to let that happen? The second issue is that we have ultimately what comes out of this mix um, truma that has some tuma into it. And even though we will say that the truma is muvutal, it's lost um, in the mix against 100. <clears throat> There's no denying that there's some Tuma Tame component in the mix. Just that the laws of Bittel say that if you have a majority or requisite majority, so then the status of the mixture goes after the majority. So the whole mixture will have a din of being Tahor. But there's no denying that there is still some Tuma Tame component embedded in it. And while normally that's not relevant because the halachic status goes after the majority, um, <clears throat> since it's present, we have to be afraid that under certain circumstances, uh, the tumor therein could be reawakened and start spreading. So therefore, <clears throat> the Mishnah says, Rabbi Eliezer says, you take out that one unit that fell into the mix, um, because you need to give something back to the Kohen, you can't benefit from not giving back to the Kohen, so you return it to the Kohen, and what would have been used as a fuel source, now you give back to him for burning. But here, <clears throat> be careful. Tisaref, in the context of truma, usually means to burn as a fuel source, but to get benefit from. But in other cases, when you talk about sreifa, burning, you mean burning and not to get benefit from. And in this particular context, it's a little confusing, but it's certainly clear. Bartonra speaks it out explicitly that the tisaref, the requirement to burn this truma that's given to the Kohen, according to Eliezer, must be burned and not derived benefit from. So it's the equivalent of just um, Tirkov letting it rot. <clears throat> so one has to take out that one unit that fell in because we can't let him benefit from it. We, won't, we, want, we don't want the farmer to have the economic incentive of letting Truma fall in and now he wins and gets more than before and no, he'll have to give it back. But what the Kohen receives, he can't benefit from, according to Rabbi Eliezer. Shani Omer, because Rebbe Eliezer says, treat it as if Sasha Nafla, he Sasha Alsa. The very saw that fell in is the saw that was now returned back. Now, Rebbe Eliezer is saying, let's pretend that the very 
unit that's given back to the Kohen is the unit that fell in. Now, <clears throat> that, of course, he doesn't mean that literally. Rabbi Eliezer understands that less than 1% of this whole mixture is truma, and it's not, not a miracle didn't happen, and luckily just those particles of grain that were truma particles have been now removed. But he wants to trade it lechumra, meaning he wants to assume it's all still truma, <clears throat> and all truma tamea. And although usually when it comes to truma tamea, the rule is one could, as a Kohen, burn it and get benefit from it. Here, Eliezer wants to be more machmer and to, since he knows people will not take it, potentially won't take it seriously, the truma status, he says that, and then he may even come to eat it, um, in its tummy state, therefore he requires that it's burned and no benefit is derived from it at all. That's Rebbe Eliezer with a big chumrah. The Chacham, however, and the Lacha follows them, are much more lenient, and they say, Ta'ale, you take out one unit, one saw, give that to the Kohen. Now, the Kohen could eat it, and indeed he is sort of like laundering his truma, if you will, because it went in as Tommy, now what he gets back, he treats as truma, but he can eat it, not just burn it. Um, but he still has the concern, has to be afraid for the fact that there is, there are tuma particles inside here, and under the wrong conditions that tuma could spread. Now, just in terms of how tuma spreads, as we said before in the previous Mishnah, there are two basic things to be afraid of with respect to food. Uh, the first is that for food to receive tuma and become tame, it needs to have been wetted, having heksher, um, with water or know, the other six mashkin, liquids that ready food to become tame. Um, and also, to convey tuma, a foodstuff needs to be uh, at least a kabeza of eggs amount and volume. <clears throat> so, the Chum will say, we take out that saw. Saw is a large measure. It's 144 betzas. And we give that whole big container of flour or grain back to the Kohen. <clears throat> and we say, Kohen, this is your grain. You have to eat it as if it were truma. But, since there's a potential tuma problem here, and we can't allow, you know, you to commingle your other truma stuff with this stuff when it could possibly be tummy, therefore you have to ensure that this stuff doesn't spread its tuma, the tuma inside there. Again, I'm going to speak this out. This is very not intuitive for people. <clears throat> There's a bit till it's happened here. So we're saying the legal status of the whole mix is tahor, but we're aware that there is some tummy component embedded in there, and there is the possibility of what's called choser veneer, of that Minority, which we're overlooking from a legal point of view, could be reawakened and become halakhli significant later on. <clears throat> that being the case, to avoid that from happening, the Mishnah says once again, like in the previous Mishnah, one has to be careful to, not, to make sure that the tumah can spread, either by keeping it all dry or by keeping it in units less than one bait in volume. And therefore the Mishnah says, repeating like the last Mishnah, Te'achel, the one saw that you take out from the mix and give to the Kohen, he could eat, but just eat it nekudim, dry. According to other pshatim, I said the ramam nekudim means in very small batches of less than a baits inside. Oklaios, or roasted, like puffed wheat. Oh, tilosh peros, or you can make dough even out of it. In quantity, just make sure that the water, the fluid that you use to make that dough isn't water proper, but rather fruit juice, because that doesn't allow for heksher. Or just divide up the solid you receive as the Kohen amongst many different uh, doughs, such that in no particular dough have you put a full beitza's worth of what could be um, 
Tame in the mix, and that way you keep everything to be totally tahor. The actual math, how that works out, is a little more subtle. Here we're saying that when you took out the <clears throat> when you took out that saw, so it, we assume that it's only roughly one percent tuma and ninety nine percent tahara, right? So it's even even less than one percent. But let's say one to be round, one part out of one hundred and one. So you have to just make sure that you don't put, let's call it a hundred times to round off, a hundred times the amount of one beta or a hundred betas of this flour in one place into a single dough where it could all combine to convey tuma. As long as you, what you, what you put in batches of less than really 101 betas to be exact of this um, dough source, this flour source, don't put it into a single dough, then it'll be okay because you haven't got a total of a kabetza worth of tame particles that could come together to convey toma. Um, and the halacha is like the chachamim, that you can essentially launder this truma, pull it out and eat it, just make sure the tuma doesn't spread, as we described a moment ago.